Gloria Ingram. That's how long we've been married. Amen, amen. I'm not sending her back. Don't get it twisted. We're not sending her back. What you laugh for, Leon? <laughs> this is my wife, Gloria Ingram. Amen. And we thank God for her. Amen. Thank you, honey. God bless the bishop. I guess that's how long we've been married, almost 30 years. He forgot my last name. Bless his heart. Amen. Amen. Let us look to the Lord in prayer, knowing that we got a 415 service. Amen. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your presence that's already here, Father. We thank you for those that press their way out to the house of the Lord, God. Now, Lord, after we've sung our songs, God, we've done our dance, God, we're ready to eat your word. Oh, God, I pray the word will fall on the good grounds of their heart, God, that they may be able to live outside of these church walls, oh God. We thank you, we bless you, we praise you for it. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. You may take your seats. Amen. We bless God. Amen for this opportunity. Amen. It's so good to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. And there's such a free spirit in the house. Amen. I wouldn't want to be any other place but right here in the house of the Lord. Amen. I'm not going to be before you long. Our service is at 415. Amen. It's right here in Jersey City. Amen. I don't have the address on me, and we didn't have announcements, but everyone should have gotten an email this week from Sister Vernetta. Amen. So check your email real quick. That's where the address is, but it's not far from here at all. Amen? Yeah. Amen. We're good to see our brother Al here. God bless you. My brother-in-law, it's good to see him. Amen. In the house of the Lord. Amen. Today we're going to be reading from um, two quick Verses, amen. You don't have to stand, amen. And the first is going to be Isaiah 54, amen, and 17, amen. When our minister Mark spoke that uh, the scripture this morning in TOP, I said, Wow, he's using a scripture that's coming forth for the one o'clock service, amen. And it says, no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. Amen. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Again, no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. Amen. And then we're going to be reading um, a quick story in the Bible, which is taking place in 2 Chronicles, the 20th chapter. Amen. It's one of my favorites. I love the Shunammite woman. And next to the Shunammite woman, this is my next favorite story in the Bible. Amen. It's about King Jehoshaphat. Amen. Who was the fourth king when the northern and southern kingdoms were separated. And he was a great king who feared the Lord. God was with him because he didn't follow the customs of pagan worship. And he tore down all the high places of idolatry. Amen? So God was with him. And he commissioned Levites and priests to go out and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. And the fear of the Lord had fell upon the kingdom of Judah so that no war would come against them. 
Amen? So that's to give you a little bit of a background because we're going to start reading, picking up right here in verse 3. Amen? We're going to jump around. We're going to do first 3 through 9. Amen? So as I call the verse, just jump around with me. Verse 3 starts off with, And Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. And Judah gathered themselves together to ask help of the Lord. Even out of all the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. Amen? And Jehoshaphat stood in the congregation of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court and said, O Lord God of our fathers, thou, oh, let me say that again, and said, O Lord God of our fathers, Art not thou God in heaven, and rulest not thou over all the kingdoms of the heathen? And in thy hand is there not power and might, so that none is able to withstand thee? Art not thou our God, who didst drive out the inhabitants of this land before thy people Israel, and gavest it to the seed of Abraham, thy friend forever? And they dwelt therein, and have built thee a sanctuary therein for thy name, saying, If when evil cometh upon us as the sword, judgment, or pestilence, or famine, we stand before this house and in thy presence, for thy name is in this house, and cry unto thee in our affliction, then thou would hear and help. Amen? Jump into verse 12. O oh, our God, will thou not judge them? For we have no might against this great company that cometh against us. Neither know we what to do, but our eyes are upon thee. Amen? Verse 14 through 15. Then upon, Je then upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaiah, the son of Jael, the son of Mattaniah, a Levite of the sons of Asaph, came the spirit of the Lord in the midst of the congregation. And he said, hearken ye, all Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, and thou King Jehoshaphat. Thus saith the Lord unto you, be not afraid nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. The battle is not yours, but God's. Amen? Verse 17 and 18, ye shall not need to fight in this battle. Set yourselves, stand ye still, and see the salvation of the Lord with you. O Judah and Jerusalem, fear not, nor be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord will be with you. And Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground. And all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. Amen? Yes. 
verse 20 through 22. And they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall ye be established. Believe his prophets, so shall ye prosper. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord, and that should praise the beauty of holiness as they went out before the army and to say, praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. And when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushments against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. Verse 30, so the ram of Jehoshaphat was quiet, for his God, our God, gave him rest round about. May the Lord had a blessing to the reading of his word. Amen. Your thought for the week is, am I using my spiritual weapons? Am I using my spiritual weapons? And what you have to realize is that because this, in this walk, there are different battles that we will encounter. And God knew that we would. He gave us what we need to fight in this battle. He's given us the weapon of his word. He has given us the weapon of prayer, the weapon of worship, the weapon of praise. And these spiritual weapons must be used if you and I are going to win the battle that we encounter on a daily basis. See, spiritual battles have to be dealt with in a spiritual way. We cannot use natural weapons in this fight. You'll find yourself mentally drained. You'll find yourself exhausted. You'll find yourself spiritually burnt out because you're trying so hard to use natural things, which is spiritual, in this battle. Amen? So think about that. Am I using those weapons that God has given me? And the challenge is, let God be God. Let God be God. Amen? Oftentimes, I tell my children at home, let mom be mom. And you be the child. In other words, don't try to step into my role. I am mom and I have authority along with my husband in this home. So God has authority over us, people of God. And we must allow him to be God. We have to allow him to be in control. We have to allow him to order our steps. 
Many times there are things that God is going to do and God is going to say that will make no sense. Our human mind will not be able to comprehend it. But what we have to do is let God be God because he knows what is best for us. He knows the plan for us and he knows why he's doing what he's doing. I think about Noah when God told him to build the ark with not a raindrop in the sky, the sun shining like it is today. People laughed at him. They talked about him. But he let God be God because he believed that if God said it, it was going to happen. He didn't question his God. He didn't wonder about God. He just did according to his word. And Noah and his family were saved. So we have to let God be God because God can't work unless we allow him to. And many times our blessings are delayed, not denied, but delayed because we step in the way telling God what we will and will not do, what we will receive and not receive, and we find out that God has not blessed us. And then we want to say this stuff doesn't work. But all along, it's because we got in the way. Let God be God. Your topic, simple. Let God fight your battles. Let God fight your battles. A battle is to fight or struggle persistently to achieve or resist something. And usually in a battle, we want to win. Amen? Amen? No one wants to be in a battle and lose the fight. In our personal lives, we find ourselves dealing with battles on a daily basis. And in the battles, there are all sorts of struggles. Now listen to me very closely. On the inside, we struggle against sin, pride, lust, greed, emotions, and past experiences. On the outside, we struggle against illness, financial difficulty, marital problems, job problems, and even in our family, even with habits, we struggle with them. Even as I'm speaking right now, we may be faced with some type of a struggle and we're wondering, how are we going to get out of this struggle? Sometimes we can't even believe beyond our own ability to understand how problems can be resolved. How many times have we encountered things and they look so great and we wonder, how am I going to get out of this problem, out of this struggle? And we feel like we're being overtaken. We feel like we can't get out. We feel trapped. Well, I want you to know today that greater is he that is within us 
that he that is in the world, if we use our spiritual weapons and let God be God, we'll find out that no weapon that is formed against us shall prosper. That we will rise above the problem because we're allowing God to do what he needs to do. Amen? We read about Jehoshaphat, how he faced a situation that seemed impossible. But notice how God came to his rescue. As we were reading, we're going to look at all the spiritual weapons that he used. Because that's the key to getting over these battles and struggles in our lives. We all have them. We sit back and wonder, how? How am I going to resist this temptation? How do I flee from evil? I can't even understand what I'm going through. I don't even know why I was chosen to go through this. And we all have pondered certain thoughts. But today we're going to see if we use our spiritual weapons that God will rescue us and deliver us because the battle is his and not the Lord's. And see, we take battles and struggles very personal. But I want you to know that when the enemy is coming in to attack us, it's really not about us, the person, people of God. And this is what we have to understand. It's not about you. It's not about me. The enemy wants to attack us to get to what God is doing in our lives. So if you were tormented of mind and God gave you peace, he wants the peace. If you was addicted by a habit, he doesn't want you. He wants you to go back to that habit. This is what it's about, and he has to use us in order to get the job done. It is not personal. God loves each and every one of us. He doesn't love me more than he loves Sister Michelle. He loves each and every one of us, and this is what we have to remember. So we read in this Bible how Jehoshaphat had feared when three nations were coming after him. Three nations to one nation. So now we don't have nations attacking us, but when we have financial difficulty, marital problems, family division, and jobs problems, and all these things going on, it's like we're being attacked. One person is being attacked with a multiple of things. Amen, are you following me? So Jehoshaphat had three nations coming after one, and he feared, which is only natural. Don't we fear people of God? Right? When things happen, we don't understand, immediately we kick into fear. It's like a gear, fear. Because we truly don't understand what this is all about. And we're saying, why me? We kick into fear. But notice what Jehoshaphat did. He set himself to seek the Lord. He chose to seek the Lord. See, when we fear, we have to choose what are we going to do? Are we going to give in to fear or are we going to choose to seek the Lord? 
This walk of life is all about choices. And because fear is tormenting, fear will paralyze us. Fear will choke the word of God right out of our lives. And fear will kick into worrying, and worrying will kick into stress. And then we have all this anxiety going on because we chose to fear. But Jehoshaphat, when he felt fear, he sought the Lord. Psalm says, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all of my fears. So you may say, well, I sought the Lord and he heard me and he delivered me from all of my stress. Well, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all of my anxiety. You can put whatever you want to put there, but seek the Lord and let him deliver us from whatever we may be in. Amen? Amen. So Jehoshaphat feared. Then he chose to seek the Lord. Follow the spiritual weapons. Seeking the Lord, he chose to pray. Amen? After that, what did he do? He proclaimed a fast. See, people of God, we don't want to fast anymore. Honestly, in today's church days, it's not even often taught. Because people feel like that was done back in mama days, back in daddy days, the olden days. We don't do that now. We got to eat. We got to live. We got to survive. It don't take all of that. But truth of the matter is fasting magnifies the prayer that you are sending forth unto the Lord. Because as you allow your flesh to be crucified and as you allow yourself to be humbled, then you have a crave and a desire for God even the more. Fasting brings breakthrough. Don't let, don't kid yourself when it comes down to fasting. It is very much needed. And all throughout the Bible, whenever the, uh, someone was being attacked or someone needed to hear an answer from God, they fast. Esther, fast. Daniel, fast. Jehoshaphat proclaimed a fast. Another spiritual weapon. Amen. Then Jehoshaphat begins to pray unto the Lord. Amen. And as we read that prayer from verse 6 to 12, I began to weep because I was looking at how he prayed. People of God, it is so important that when we need an answer from God, that we know how to pray unto the Lord because he already knows what's going on. He already already knows the situation, but it's important that we pray to get his attention to show that we need him now. So his prayer, his prayer acknowledged who God is. We have to acknowledge God in our prayer. Amen? Amen. It showed his trust in God. God needs to know that we trust him. That no matter what decision he decides for our lives, we trust that he knows what's best for us. Then he praised God for what he had already done. See, we have to get on our knees and we need to praise God for what he has already done in our lives because it encourages us that if he brought us through this, he's going to take us to that. 
He showed his expectation and faith was in God. See, sometimes we don't have that expectation that we should have in God. In some situations, we have it. In other situations, we don't have it. But in all situations, God needs to know that we look to him and we expect him to answer. Amen? In his prayer, he showed how desperate he was. He says, our eyes are upon thee. What he was saying was, I know what my natural eyes are seeing, but God, the eye of my heart is fixed upon you because I truly don't know what to do. Have we ever been in a situation where we truly don't know what to do? And we're trying to figure it out. We have sleepless nights. We don't have an appetite. We are crying because we can't figure it out. We don't know what to do. Well, people of God, use the word of God. Let that weapon of the word encourage your heart and keep your eyes on the Lord. Because he's going to answer. He's going to come through. And it said that Jehoshaphat cried unto the Lord. Crying unto the Lord shows the desperateness. And many times we don't show God that we need him. Sometimes because of pride. And where pride resides, faith can't live inside. God's word can't work on the inside because too much of self is in the way. But when we need God, we have to put pride aside. We got to call upon his name. We got to say, Lord, I need you now. If you heal me, I will be healed. If you lift me up, I shall be lifted up. If you save me, I shall be saved. We have to cry out unto the Lord in desperateness so that he knows that we need him now. In verse 14 and 15, it says that the spirit of the Lord showed up in the midst of the congregation. This was while the people of God were praying. The spirit of the Lord showed up in the midst of the congregation with a word that edified them. He said through the prophet Jehaziel, be not afraid nor dismayed. By reason of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. How many of you know it's just one word that we can receive from the Lord that will lift us up and out of the place that we are at? You just have to be in that right place at the right time to hear that word from the Lord. And when you hear the word of the Lord, receive it, believe it, and act on it. Because God is going to deliver. God's going to set free. It's his word that Jehoshaphat received. And many times we come into the church and the spirit of the Lord is going forth. At that time, don't take it lightly. That's a word that's going to take you to a place that we need to be in God. Amen. Amen. This is why we come out to the house of the Lord, so that we can get a word. Look, in the midst of the problem, God lifts us up and edifies our souls. In verse 16 and 17, it says, you need not fight in this battle. Look, set yourselves. 
stand ye still. Listen to the clear instructions. That's what I love about God's word. He's just not going to tell you to do something without the instructions. He gives clear instructions. You need not fight in this battle. Set yourselves, stand ye still, and see the salvation of the Lord. In other words, prepare your mind. Don't get in the way and watch God work. Watch God work. In Exodus 14, 13 through 14, Moses told the Israelites one of the same things when they were at the Red Sea. Moses said unto the people, fear ye not. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show you today. For the Egyptians whom ye have seen today, ye shall see them again no more forever. The Lord shall fight for you and you shall hold your peace. And he said it to Moses and he said it to Jehoshaphat. So we have to set ourselves and not get in the way and watch God work out our problems. Problems in our lives, problems with ourselves, problems in our marriage. We have to stop getting in the way, people of God. Because when we do, God backs up. And he says, you got this. Go ahead and handle it. And he probably says, but you're going to need me sooner or later. When you figure out you can't make it work, when you figure out you don't have the answer, this is when God said, okay, because sometimes situations will bring us down to our knees. I don't know if you've ever been in a struggle or a battle where it literally brought you to your knees and you had to cry unto the Lord in a way that you never thought you would have cried before. I've been there. And I asked, my thing is, Lord, what is this about? Why are you bringing me to my knee in such a way where I feel broken, where I feel like I can't even catch my breath? Why? And not long after, God shows and reveals what he was trying to do. See, and that's what I love about God. If we surrender and let God be God, just like he gave Jehoshaphat clear instructions, he will give you and me clear instructions. He will tell you why he's doing what he's doing. In verse 18, it says, Jehoshaphat bowed his head. Look, and worship with the inhabitants of Judah. Worship with the inhabitants of Judah. And what I like about it is that the bowing of the head showed humbleness. It showed reverence. And he gave thanks unto God for the word that had came forth. Psalms 108 and 7 says, God has spoken in his holiness. I will rejoice. It just settles it. Look, God has spoken in his holiness. Now, what's our job? We are to rejoice because God has spoken and his word is yea and amen. You need not fight in this battle anymore. I feel and sense that a lot of people have been trying to figure things out. 
We've been trying to make sense out of a lot of things because we don't understand what's going on at times. We say, you know, I'm coming to church, God, and, you know, I'm, I'm paying my tithes, and I'm always there, and, you know, I'm doing the best that I know how to do. But then we don't understand the attacks. But how many of us know that there are evil forces that are sent out to attack the people of God? They're sent out to try to stop us. They want to block us and they want to stop us. And it always happens no sooner than we make a decision that we're going to do what's right before God. And here they come. And they come out and they're sent out to come after the people of God. But what I love is that we should not fear, but know that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Amen. And trust God and let God be God because God's not going to leave us there hanging by ourselves. He's not going to put more on us than we can bear, but we have to trust him, believe him, and hold on to his word. Amen. And then they bowed his head and worshiped with the inhabitants of Judah. And Jehoshaphat says, believe in the Lord your God. So shall ye be established. Believe his prophets. So shall ye prosper. And my mind went to when Jesus told Martha, when she had tucked her brother away. And Jesus said, did I not tell you if you believe you would see God's glory? And this is a, this very important, people of God. The believing system that we have in our minds is very important to believing and receiving what God is doing for us. We have to believe in order to receive. If we have any doubt in our hearts and minds, this could be the reason why we're not receiving. If we're just praying because of formality, but it's not sincere, if we're just coming to church because that's the thing to do on Sunday, this could be the reason why we're not hearing from God. This could be the reason why we're still struggling. This could be the reason why we're constantly battling. We've got to use what God has given us in order to see the move of God in our lives. We must use what God has given us. What I like about it is that when Jehoshaphat woke up that morning and he decided that he would put certain people in place. Now, you know, this, this can blow your mind. The fact that I'm going to battle and I don't need a spear, a sword, or an arrow. I don't need to take no natural weapons at all. You're telling me, God, to go and confront the enemy with no natural weapons at all. And when I thought about that, I said, God, I says, you know, you do always do things that blow our minds, things that we just can't comprehend. And I begin to think about when we were preparing for this church. And I begin to think about in Belmont, Bishop had brought a message across. And while he was speaking, the Lord spoke so clear to me and said, tell your husband to gather the church together and come to this building and lay hands on the building. Now, you may say, what? Lay hands on the building. But God said it. 
And just as God said it, I delivered the message to Bishop. He didn't question me. He didn't ask me, what? Are you sure? Babe, come on. That's extreme. No. He made an announcement. Church after service, we are going to 141 Bower Street, and we are going to lay hands on the building, and we are going to speak what it belongs to us. And in the act of faith, in the act of faith, not fear, in the act of faith, we came here, and people in the neighborhood was looking at us. If y'all wasn't with us, to those that wasn't with us, you had to see it. We marched to this building in authority, and we laid hands on the building across the whole wall. Everybody found a space, and we laid hands on the building, and we began to claim the building as our own. And we've decided to let the devil know this is ours. What God has for us, it is for us. We had no financing. We had no bank in place. We had no paper sign. But we was claiming our territory. Because we believed the word of the Lord. And we set ourselves. And we stood still. And now we see the salvation of the Lord. God blessed us and gave us what looked impossible. And no sooner than after we laid hands on the building, then my husband began to work. See, once you do something in faith, you got to start working. And so he and Brother Tony started calling up the banks. And the banks that were saying no, they said yes. And things started coming together. And my husband said, oh, look at this. And then the enemy would try to come in, and he tried to stop it again. He said, oh, no, I claim it. This building is ours. We stood still, and we believed that God was going to do the work. God fought that battle for us, and we didn't have to fight at all. God got the other church kicked out. We didn't have to do a thing. We saw it at work. It was something to behold, people of God. It was something to behold. And if we as a church never see anything that God has done right before our eyes, never forget what God has done. Because it was a miraculous move of God. And today we stand in this place of worship. And today when you see the mortgage paid, don't be surprised. Because that's how God works. He works in miraculous ways. Please don't come going, oh, the mortgage is paid. To God be the glory. Oh, the mortgage is paid. To God be the glory. Because that's how our God works. And we just have to keep praising him. Don't stop your praise. Jehoshaphat put the people in position. And they came with their praise upon their lips. And they came with their songs upon their lips. And the enemy was confused. Praise turned the situation around. I mean, you got to see this. Just envision it for a minute. Just see Jehoshaphat with his people facing three nations and they're singing songs of praise and they're glorifying the Lord and all of a sudden praise confuses them and they begin to attack one another and they begin to all fall to the ground. Don't tell me praise won't turn it around. Don't tell me that praise will shift the atmosphere. Don't tell me that praise doesn't work. You got to praise him when you don't want to. You got to praise him when you don't feel like it. You got to press your way out to the house of the Lord because you never know what God's going to do. Praise will turn it around. 
I dare you to try the weapon of praise. Just open up your mouth and just say, Lord, I thank you. Just say, Lord, I praise you. Just say, Lord, you're wonderful. Lord, you're great. You woke me up this morning. I don't know what's going on, but I know you're able. Oh, bless the wonderful name of Jesus. He will turn it around. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And what looked impossible. Woo, I tell you, what looked impossible to your naked eye. Hallelujah. God will turn it around. Trust him. Trust him. He will turn it around. The weapon of praise. Don't let no one stop your praise. Don't let no one stop your praise. If they don't understand why you're praising God, don't worry about it. Keep praising him. Keep praising him. Just call upon him. Call upon him in the late night hours. Call upon him during the day at work. Call upon him when you're driving. Just keep praising him. Always have a praise upon your lips. I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praises shall continuously be in my mouth. It's all in the praise, people of God. And the enemy knows that. So he tries to rob us of that. He don't want us to open up our mouths. He don't want us to give God no glory because so much is going on and we feel way down. And then we want to blame God. Well, God must be doing this to me. So I can't praise him right now. He is a liar. Praise your God. Let everyone hear you. Amen. I mean, just to see that everyone just killed them all, went against themselves. And they're singing, they're watching this. They're going, oh my God, look at the God of Israel, how he's come through and take care of this for us. And we didn't have to fight in this battle. That's the type of God we serve. That's how powerful God is. And he did it in the Bible days and he'll still do it today. I dare you if you praise him, you'll find out the habits will start dropping off. You'll find the love and the communication between husband and wife just flowing. You'll find your finances being met. Don't hold back God's tithing. That's walking in obedience. Release those funds and you'll see God work for you. That's a trick of the enemy. He knows if you hold back, God's not going to bless you. So don't hold back from God. I never forget God clearly spoke in my ear. He said, I bless you to bless others. He said, I have blessed you and elevate you on the job to bless others. So I don't mind sponsoring people here and there when I have to. I don't mind giving here and there when I have to. And whenever I have a dollar bill in my wallet, I have to release the biggest bill. So if I have a 20, a 10, and a 1, my flesh says, release the 1. The spirit of the Lord says, I told you, I have blessed you to bless others. So release the 20. And I release the 20. And oh, how free I feel on the inside. Because I know I'm being obedient to the voice of the Lord. Because the enemy knows if I hold back, God will hold back on me. See, because we have to be obedient, trust God, and believe him. Don't let nothing steal your praise. Praise him in season. And out of season. Praise him when it looks like everything is caving in. Praise him when you don't feel well in your body. Praise him when you can't make any sense out of what's going on. Let everything that have breath. Praise the Lord. Oh, no, 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 no. Stand up, everyone. Because you need to give some breath and energy to this. Let everything that have breath. 
God bless you. Come on and give God praise. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Bless God. Amen. Let God fight your battles. Amen. We need not to fight in this war. Amen. For God has this. Tell your neighbor, God has this. Amen. You don't need a natural weapon. What did the word say? The word said the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Amen. The weapon you have in your hand is the word of God. Your praise is your weapon. Your worship is your weapon. Your prayer is your weapon. And never let the enemy tell you any different. Amen. That's why the Lord sent the word and let me know, don't you sit there and worry. Do not fear. That's what he told Jehoshaphat. Fear not. For the Lord your God is with thee. Amen. Is there anybody here that needs prayer today? Amen. Anyone wants prayer today? Amen. Maybe there's a battle you've been fighting and haven't given it over to the Lord. Amen. Those times come in our lives. Amen. Where we're fighting and fighting. And God is saying, give it to me. Give it to me. We need to give it to the Lord. Stop fighting. Amen. Let the Lord fight your battles. Amen. Amen. Let God fight your battles. Stop trying to handle it yourself. Stop thinking so much. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Let God be God. That's our challenge. Let God be God. going to ask our evangelist Hargate to come and pray the prayer of faith amen and we're going to touch and agree with you in faith amen and we want you to go forth and believe God to fight the battle for you and we believe in God now amen get ready to give God praise in this place Glory be to God. Hallelujah, Father, we bless you. We bless you. We praise you, O oh God. Thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, hallelujah, for the word that has gone forth, Father. We thank you, Lord God, for what you have done and for what you're about to do. 
We thank you, oh God, hallelujah, that you have given us the secret of prayer, Father. That the praise that we pray unto you, God, hallelujah, that we lift up with our voice, oh God. Oh, yes, God, will even shift the atmosphere. We thank you, oh God, hallelujah, because you are a great and awesome God, and you hear the prayers of your people. We bless you, oh God, because we know in you there is no failure. We thank you, oh God, that those things that we have come to you about, oh God, we can see it taking place even now. We thank you, oh God, that no weapon that has formed against us shall prosper. And every tongue, oh God, that rises up against us, oh God, it shall be condemned. We thank you, Father, that the rich word, oh God, has fallen upon a soil, God, that will break up every foul ground that has been, oh God, built up in us. I thank you, Jesus, even now, Father, that your word is like a two-edged sword. It cuts left and right. And oh God, hallelujah, even to the marrow of the bones. I thank you, God, that by faith we can see it happen. That by faith it is already done. The enemy meant it for evil, but you, oh God, will turn it around for our good. We will bless the Lord at all times. And your praises shall always be in our mouth. Oh bless the Lord oh my soul and all that is within me bless your holy name I will magnify your name because you are great and greatly to be praised oh we bless you Lord we bless you God because you're changing things even as we speak you're changing things even as we believe you father it's by faith oh God we ask you Lord to help us Lord where our faith is short oh God help our belief system to believe you God that all things are possible if we could believe oh we bless you Lord we bless you now God we praise you now God we praise you now God it's done in the name of Jesus praise him as though it's already happened because in the eyes of God it's already done Hallelujah. Bless him. Bless him. Praise him. Lift your voice and praise the living God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God, we bless you. Oh, God, we praise you. We praise you, Lord. It's done. It's done. In the name of Jesus, it's done. It's done. It's done. Hallelujah. It's already done. Believe God. Thank you, Lord. We walk by faith and not by sight. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on and give God praise. Come on and give the Lord praise. Come on and give the Lord praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give God praise in this place. Amen. Amen. We praise God. We praise God. Amen. Amen. Let everything that have breath. Let everything that have breath. Amen. 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 God created everything for his praise and for his glory. Amen. Thanks that